what's one of the greatest motivations in trying to know Christ more or even be more like Christ? We're always trying to, you know, get through that hump where sometimes we're on fire for God and sometimes we kind of peter out a little. It kind of ebbs and flows, but how do we make sure that we're always on that edge, hot after God? It's actually one really simple thing we can do, and that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. Hope you are having an incredible week. Now, to the point, some of you gave me grief yesterday because I was bragging about the Bears and you said they lost. Look, I didn't say they won. I said Justin Fields is back and I'm excited about it because we played the Detroit Lions. They've got the number two uh, defense against the run. They're number three in defense overall. They've got a great team. They're mean and they're nasty. And we barely lost that game. And we put up a ton of points. So I'm looking forward to the future. And to all those who didn't like Justin Fields or thought he's not the answer, yeah, well, there you go. Okay, got that out of my system. This isn't a podcast on the NFL, but, you know, I wanted to uh, get that off my back. Oh, well, reach out to me at tdhinslayer at gmail.com. Love to hear you rant and rave about the Packers or the Bears or whoever your favorite team is. Or give me your ideas and thoughts and insights about the next conference we might have in the spring. We're on this little kick talking about discipleship. And as I said at the beginning of yesterday, the word discipleship isn't in the Bible. The word disciple is, and the problem is we use the word discipleship, meaning that it covers what a disciple really is. And though it's nuanced, we cover all these things that we're supposed to do in discipleship. Read, pray, go to seminars, conferences, go to church, all these things. But what is a disciple? Does discipleship make you a disciple? No. No. What makes you a disciple? A disciple is someone who makes disciples. And you're a really good disciple if those disciples make disciples. Look, in trying to live, preach, and win people to Christ, when we try to be a disciple that makes disciples, that's when we find the point in us where we understand just how much more we need Christ. Like I said at the top of the show, we're always looking for a way to stay on the edge, to be hungry, to go after God. Sometimes it's it's in us, sometimes it's red hot, sometimes it's like, oh, it's lukewarm. But you can always stay red hot if you're constantly trying to win people to Christ because it shows the holes in your game. It shows the flaws in your knowledge. It shows the lack of intensity in which you hear God and know how to speak. After I'm done sharing the gospel with someone and I'm frustrated, and there's a kid at the gym specifically that comes to mind, I always go back to God. God, how do I get through to this kid? How can I get this kid to open up? How can I get this kid to, to, to listen? I mean, he cusses me out. He almost took a swing at me. But God has showed me that he will be a he will be a killer in the kingdom of God. And that's why Satan is so against anything I try to do in this kid's life. So if I'm having a bad day and I get a chance to witness to him at the gym, guess what? My day's good. It makes me hungry to go after God. Look, there are over 30,000 books right now on Amazon about discipleship. But I'm going to tell you the best way to be a disciple is to every day tell people about Jesus. It stirs you in ways a book, a sermon, a song, a movie, a special speaker, a DVD, stirs you red hot more than any of those could ever do. If you really want to know the secret of knowing God, seeing his power and move and hearing his voice, tell people about Jesus. That's what a disciple does. You know, Acts says that they preached the gospel and signs and wonders followed. 
I don't know about you, but I like signs and wonders. They're fun. I love being used in miracles, signs, wonders, words of prophecy. But they come when you be a disciple. They come when you share the gospel. That's what a disciple does. They lead people to Christ. And if they don't come to Christ, they're still sowing the gospel. And by that, let me clarify. Some of you are like, well, yeah, I talk to people about Jesus. Like, I have a friend who's Muslim, and I'm like, well, I, I understand that you believe that that way's right. I believe in Jesus, but, you know, everyone's on their own search, and, you know, and I'll pray for you. And that's not sharing the gospel. When I meet someone who's atheist, Muslim, Baha'i, uh, whether they're Jewish or whether they are, um, let's say, Jehovah's Witness, I tell them, look, this is the gospel. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's the only way to the Father, the only way to heaven. You must confess you're a sinner. You must confess your sins to him. You must ask him to forgive you. You must ask him to take over your life and be in charge, be the king of your life, and then begin to talk to God the Father, which you now have a relationship with. And now, tell others about it. That's the gospel. Look, if you're going to become a master chef, and you go to the schools in France, and you read the books, and you work side by side next to some of the greatest chefs, you cut up veggies, you make sauces, you butcher meat, you create sauces and dips, but you never make a meal? You never serve a meal? Have you truly been discipled as a chef? Are you really a chef? I don't think so. We hear it again and again. Discipleship is to be more like him. But what does that mean? What did he do? He taught, he loved, he healed, he rebuked, he restored, he hung, on, he hung with sinners, he served, he confronted hypocrisy, he spent time with the Father. But that was not his purpose. His purpose was, that was the means by which he hit his purpose, which was to reach the world for Christ. There was always a motive. His end game was to tell people that he was the Messiah. Our end game should always be, as a disciple of Christ, to tell people about Christ, to make them disciples. Look, it's easy to fall into a mindset and lifestyle of Christianity that serves us. I love God's promises. I love his blessings and his comfort. Who doesn't? But discipleship is about denying yourself and doing what's best for the other person, even though they might hate you for it. Luke 9, 23. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must, de must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Take up their cross. You have to die to your feelings, wants, needs, desires. You must deny that and die to those and pick up God's cross. Look, you're not just picking up his cross as a symbol of death, you're picking up his cross to the world as a symbol of the saving grace of Jesus Christ and the work that he did on that cross. So, to be a disciple, carry the cross, tell people about Jesus. You don't want to? That's okay. You're called to deny yourself. It's uncomfortable? That's okay. You're called to deny your feelings. You don't want to? That's okay. You're called to deny that thought or that feeling. It doesn't matter if you know enough. It doesn't matter if you know the Bible. It doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. All that matters is that you share Christ. A disciple is someone who makes disciples. Probably the biggest failure of the 21st century church is they have lost the idea behind what true discipleship is. Discipleship is making disciples, period. And the church has magnified and glorified becoming more like Jesus, but not doing what Jesus does. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keeps slaying giants.